it's absolutely wrong for the California legislature and the executive branch to try to take that away from moms and dads here in the Golden State. Welcome to Coffee, Culture, and the Capital with Sophia and Greg. Hello, everybody. How's it going? All right. For coffee, it's a little late in the afternoon that we're doing this, but I'm currently having an Americano with almond milk and sugar-free vanilla. Greg? We went to Starbucks today. Um, we don't usually do that, but yeah. our other coffee shop is closed. I have a caramel macchiato. It's cold. Not even our other coffee shop is closed. All of the local coffee shops here closed by like 2 p.m. So, yep, Starbucks it was. But we have some fun things to talk to you all about today. If you have not seen us post about two things, freedom of speech being taken away. <laughs> from who? From me by a government official. And if you have not seen anything about a parent's rally day then you must not be following us on social media. So start following us on social media because we post constant updates. But we are going to dive into both of those events today. All right, let's do it. All right, so we'll kick off with the library events. I was asked to be a speaker at a Moms for Liberty of Yolo County event. It was just an informational forum on fair and safe sports for girls because if you're unfamiliar, there is a lot of rules about playing on sports based off of gender identity here in California. We dove into the details last week on the podcast, so check That's out right. last week's episode for all the details of the rules and laws and everything. But the goal was just to inform local parents about what's going on. It wasn't to, we're going to change anything. It was just, here's what's going on so you can decide what's best for you and your family. And we had protesters show up. The protesters also sat in at the event. That's There fine. were lots of protesters. Lots of protesters. There was probably a total of 70 people in attendance and 40 were probably protesters. And it was- Because they were eager to hear what you had to say. They could not wait to learn from us. <laughs> they could not wait. No. Um, but once you started, something terrible happened. Exactly. I kicked off. And again, it's at a public library and it was a public event. So anyone's welcome. I was the MC, so I kicked off the event. I just gave the rules of the event. I said, hey, listen, like, we have great speakers for you here today, and we have a great informational forum. Let's just peacefully get through the event, respectfully get through the event, and at the end, we'll have time for Q&A. We'll take all comments and questions and concerns at the end, but let's just get through the speaker lineup. And that we did not get to do. I... Why don't you show them what happened? Yeah. That's true. We'll show, we'll show you. We'll show Listen you guys. Yourself. Yes. Before we start, I just want to share a little bit about myself. So, questions are safe for the end. Thank you very much. You will be asked to leave if you interrupt during the middle of the meeting. Please respect the library rules. Questions are safe for the end, and we'll answer any questions then and talk through things then. Thank you. Transgender females being called males in, in sporting events with females. If that happens, we will not follow in our code of conduct, and we will ask the person who says it to leave immediately. 
necessary requirements that um, abrogate our First Amendment rights that compel us to speak in a different way. Uh, can you provide those for Brand us? Brown women are women. California state law, California state law recognizes trans women as women. They are protected under state law. Sir. Our policy, our policy talks about treating people with respect. And if you are misgendering somebody, that is not respectful. That will not be acceptable. chaotic but what was happening there is the they had some rules um you have to be respectful and they thought that meant that you couldn't misgender people but not even miss what is misgendering that's when you uh 
from their perspective, you do not refer to someone based on their gender they feel they are. You refer to them as the gender they actually are based on biology. That's misgendering. I mean, tech, that's what I thought it was. But they were telling you, you can't even say in general that men who think they're women uh, can't play on women's sports. They say that's misgendering. So that was the rude, disrespectful thing that you did. And you were told that gets you kicked out of a public library who is supposed to be open to all types of viewpoints. So uh, as uh, you might have imagined, that violates the First Amendment clearly. And uh, since then, Sophia, has, has her, her name and face has been plastered all over the country. You immediately, our little video of that, that was just four minutes. We have a 15-minute video to uh, Sophia posted on our Twitter account. Mm -hmm. I think it has 1.9 million views. Uh, she was interviewed on some national uh, TV shows. Why don't you tell us about that? Yeah, so like Greg said, it went viral out of nowhere. I mean, I thought I was just going to go speak at this event to 20 moms and dads and grandmas and grandpas, and it would take two hours of my day and call it a day. Um, so yeah, we posted about, like Greg said, almost a 15 minute clip on Twitter. We probably have about 30 minutes of that going on. He eventually shut down the entire meeting because I did not leave the meeting and we had to finish the meeting outside at a park. And as Greg mentioned, that violates your first amendment right to shut down a meeting. And again, he's a government official, so they don't have the right to do that. But we posted the video on Twitter and probably like, at like eight at night on Sunday night, we posted on Twitter and Monday morning I wake up to my phone's just blowing up. <laughs> and so then Monday night I was on Fox News Hannity show with Sean Hannity, as well as with Riley Gaines to discuss the situation. Now, Riley Gaines, explain who that is for those who might have forgot. So if all of you or if any of you are familiar with Will Thomas, he is the swimmer that identified as a female. You might be saying his name more so as Leah Thomas, but I'm gonna use the correct name. So his name is Will Thomas. And he was a swimmer, identified as a girl, swam on the girls team. Him and Riley Gaines swam against each other. They're division one swimmers. She's one of the top swimmers in the nation. And she tied him down to the very millisecond, which is like unheard of usually in swimming in general but then to time for first place. So she went through a whole event with having to change in a locker room with him and not being able to get the trophy he was given it because it looks better for the photo op. And so she's just been speaking out on this whole issue probably for the past year now. And she's been, I like to call her the team captain. So she's the team captain of the team leading us and fighting for women's sports and protection of women's sports. So... I was able to go on this show with her, and she's just been so encouraging and so great throughout this whole situation. And then we've done just multiple other news things. We did one for the local Fox um, 40 here to Sacramento, as well as there's just been tons of articles and different things written. I mean, the most interesting interview I saw was, or not interview, but the report on it is a news reporter from Australia reported on it. Australia, you made world news. Yeah, so it's been crazy, but again, the First Amendment right was violated, so we're looking at the next best options and steps of what to do in regards to this, and we're going to make sure that 
women's sports are protected here in California and the nation, and we're going to do all we can to make that happen, and we're going to do all we can to make sure people's First Amendment isn't taken away from them due to differences in opinion. That's right. The government can't compel you to say what they want you to say, nor that can they prevent you from saying the opinion that seems to offend someone else. Um, you are stating a biological fact mm -hmm. that should not cause any government official to shut your speech down. And it's, it's such a blatant and obvious uh, violation. It needs to be instructive for any government official, any legislator, anybody who's trying to force either force pronouns on people or the, or telling people, yeah, we can't believe in biology anymore as a determination for our, our gender. So good on you. We're all proud of you. And we're glad uh, what happened is getting national and world attention. Yes. All right. And then so that was Sunday night. <laughs> then, like I mentioned, this was just supposed to be a little two-hour thing I went to go do because Monday we had a big day here at the Capitol. We did. It was our like, parental rights lobby day and rally. Uh, so we were working with uh, Real Impact uh, with Chuna Valley Cavalry Chapel. Um, and also... Uh, uh, Karen England with the Capital Resource Institute. The, our three organizations were putting on this event. First, we were inviting folks to come to uh, some lobby training where we taught them how to get into groups. We, we went over five really concerning bills threatening parental rights, told them all about them, told them how to go to the legislative offices and talk to your legislators about these bills. So we, we did that in the morning. We had we were packed, uh, over 600 folks, uh, standing room only. And 600 folks just for the morning session. Just for the morning session. Uh, then we went over at 11 o'clock to the west steps of the Capitol, had a fabulous rally. Yeah. And uh, and then after that, we were off to the, uh, the they call it the swing space. It's a space where all the legislators are temporarily uh, while they build them a new office building attached to the Capitol. But we went over there and we invaded the building, hundreds and hundreds of us. So we have yep. a recap video be, uh, so just to give you a little taste of what the day was like. Moms and dads know what is best for their own children. The government should always be a partner. It should never try to take away the position of parents in raising their children. And it's absolutely wrong for the California legislature and the executive branch to try to take that away from moms and dads here in the Golden State. These bills, some of them will take 12 year olds out of their parents' homes without parental knowledge. Some of them are teaching teachers on how to target parents that don't align with the LGBTQ plus ideology. And so parents showing up here today are really standing up for the ability to raise their kids and not lose their kids based on their values. I have actually chosen to be completely politically uninvolved my entire life up until this point. And now I've reached a point where I feel like I cannot remain silent. The political cartel of Newsom, Bonta, and Thurman had a stronghold on California's public education and used that to push their ideology. And they must be stopped. Together, we're going to stop them. There's been an awakening ever since COVID. 
Sacramento is a little tough, but we're working with school boards all across the state to try and show their respect for parents and the role parents play in the children's lives. What they don't want to hear is that this is not a right-left issue. There are tens of thousands of Democrats just like me who want to raise their children how they see fit. We're not going to let them take our children from us. Jesus mentioned that he is going to condemn in the day of judgment anyone who injures a child. He said it would be better for them to have never been born than to fall into his hands in the day of judgment. Children are for parents. Children are not for the government. The California legislators have no right to tell a judge to award custody to a parent who's willing to lie to their kid. If your kid says they are a pirate, you don't chop their leg off and poke their eye out. And yet here we are in 2023, cutting healthy body parts off of children. We're encouraged to see a parental rights revolution happening at the grassroots all across this state and even around the nation. If you have not gotten involved yet, now is the time. Go to our website, californiafamily.org, to help support the work that we're doing and the ways that we are working to defend parental rights and protect children here and across the country. So as you can see, it was a great day. We had over a thousand people here show up at the Capitol to rally and stand up for parents' rights. And as Greg mentioned, after the rally, everyone went over to the swing space. They went and lobbied to legislators. And how can you get involved if you didn't make it to the rally? Is there a way you can still talk to legislators? No, absolutely. We have a... Uh, calling campaigns on our Action Center. Um, we, if you go to our website, californiafamily.org, at the very top you'll see a little button that says Action Center. And when you do, it will show up and look like exactly like this. This is, and it has a series of calling campaigns. And to the left, you will see the little title of the calling campaign, which bill uh, to uh, call in on. And then all you gotta do is click this little button right there, call. And what it'll do is it'll ask for your phone number and your address, not your address, your phone number um, and your email address. And what will happen is it will actually uh, find your legislator for you. Mm -hmm. And then it will tell you who they are. It'll give you some talking points. And then you say, okay, I'm ready to call. You push a button. And our system will actually call you and call the office at the same exact time. So you don't have to worry about doing that. And all you do is, hey, we'll tell you exactly what to say, but it's very easy. You just say, hey, I'm, I'm calling. I'm concerned about this bill. And because, and you list out the reasons why you're concerned, which we will help you with that. And then you say, thanks. And I'm one of your constituents. Because what we're doing is we're referring you to your own legislator so you can let them know how you feel about these bills. They need to hear from you. Yeah, and it's like Greg said, it's a super easy process. I know a lot of people, the first time they ever call their legislator, they're scared. They don't know what to say, all that. And then it, we get the same response from people all the time. I was scared and all that. And then I did it and go, oh, that wasn't scary. That was easy. That was easy. And right. so then you can keep doing it nonstop. And again, we have now less 
a little less than two weeks until the legislative session is over. Well, a little longer over. than that. Oh, yeah. The mid-September September will be over. September 14th. 14th. But, you know, now is the time to make phone, phone calls. They are making their final decisions on these bills. Mm-hmm. You can imagine if they get, you know, four or five calls, it's not a big deal. But what would happen if they got hundreds and thousands of calls, right? What happens is it, it boggles up the the office. No one can call in and out. Uh, it's noticed, mm-hmm. right? And that's what happen, has to happen. Uh, legislators need to know their own constituents are super concerned. And if they don't hear you're super concerned, then they're just going to go and uh, vote the way they had planned. Mm-hmm. And that's what we want to stop. Exactly. And I mean, I've said it here before, but your voice really does matter. These legislators, some of them have agendas in their mind and they're going to do what they want to do because they think that we're not paying attention. They think that you don't know what they're doing. And so you need to prove them wrong. Call them and tell them you're urging them to vote a certain way. And like Greg said, if there's hundreds of you calling your legislator and saying you need to vote this way, no matter what their agenda is, they are smart enough to realize that they are an elected official. <laughs> That's right. And they need to run again. They don't get to just sit in that seat forever. And so they know that at the end of the day, when hundreds of their constituents are calling them to tell them to vote a certain way, they know that you guys are paying attention. So if you're in your little community, make sure people in your local area know to call your legislator. Tell them what to call, call and say because... For a long time, the legislators have sat up here and gotten away with things because they thought and knew no one was watching. That's right. And we know you guys are watching, so make sure they know you're watching. There you go. All right. Well, that's all we got for you today. But again, follow us on our social media, on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, Sign up for our newsletter. If you don't get our weekly newsletter, We put together a newsletter. It gets sent out once a week. Go to CaliforniaFamily.org. There's a sign-up section. And you're going to get just one email of updates of what happened this week, who to call, what's going on. So it's super informative. All the videos will be there, podcasts, Mm -hmm. uh, easy way to share with your friends and family in your pastors. And so we've made it uh, very easy, but you got to sign up. And so you just go to the website again, find the sign-up button at the top of the page, and sign up today and make your phone calls because sessions ending soon that's right and be in prayer that just the right things happen up here that's right and we cannot wait to see y'all next week we'll see you